Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up on today's show, it's a new year, so... Uh, it is one of those. It's time for a new you. We're, we're That's gonna, sort of the popular understanding of... We're going to look forward into yeah. the future. Yeah. The future. Resolutions and such. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, we'll talk about fun things that, that, that you and I, Frank, are going to commit to doing. Uh, maybe. We'll see. I, I, I read a whole article that about says, how bad resolutions are. Oh, good. Well, then and it's so a great the, thing. The, the, then they're actually, it's bad for the soul to I, make a resolution. Oh, well, then it's a good thing that that's the topic of our conversation at the end of the show. Yeah, no, it was Billy Graham's grandson or something like that. Oh. If I remember right. He wrote <laughs> this article about how bad the resolutions, they're bad for the soul. Oh, because dear. Because you're, 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 you're not accepting the goodness of who you are. Oh, so I'm the fact that I don't that I am claiming not to be perfect yet is and and, and that you see room for improvement. That's hurting you're me. Setting goals. That's hurting me for your life. I see that now. Yeah, it's terrible. I see that it's now. Really bad. Mm-hmm. So you okay. need to stay just as you are, Dan. <laughs> Everybody loves you just how you are. They really do. I'm a very beloved person. <laughs> well, kinda. <laughs> Tell us a story, Frank. <laughs> <sighs> well, I just have to start with this one. Uh, it's Christmas related. Yeah. And it's Guinness Book of World Record related. Ooh. And I somehow didn't hear about this when it happened last month. Uh, so it, it just seems necessary to bring up now. Uh, down in Provo. Provo, uh, so Utah? Provo, Utah. Our so own just Provo here? About 40 minutes to the south of where we are. Yeah. Um, they set a world record for the largest nativity scene. Whoa! Yes, indeed. They, uh, they gathered together hundreds of people dressed in white. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, it was one of those, you remember how wonderful early December was in, in, in Utah. Oh. This year. Just it was, sunny it was and like, warm. Yeah, it was might, like 50 degrees. Might as well have been in Florida. Yeah. I mean, the pictures of this, it's like, that can't be early December. The grass is green. Yeah. But whatever. Um, but they had uh, 1,039 participants. So, oh, so this is a live record. We're talking about a live a nativity. A live nativity scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were going to, I was going to be surprised uh, by, by this large because here's what i was picturing when you said it i was picturing 42 foot tall joseph oh and like you know the tallest nativity scene in the western hemisphere yeah, that you said kind the of stuff biggest nativity scene i'm like i'm picturing like this enormous thing and mormons aren't really the types that would do that well how do you know that these were mormons <laughs> that's a joke ladies and gentlemen because if you live anywhere near utah you know that if it's in provo it's mormons <laughs> oh my god well so so yeah that was gonna surprise me but if we're just talking about like most numbers of participants oh you can get mormons to participate Oh, yeah. Oh, you'll get them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just pulled up pictures because I wanted to see what we were talking about. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? They're all... So, it's like 
yes, there's a Joseph and a Mary and a blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do you even populate it with the most? And it's like, they're all oh, angels. They're the angels. <laughs> They've all modified their ghost costumes from Halloween <laughs> into angel costumes. They're all dressed in white. Mormons don't believe in like. They're in white sheets. The the angels with wings and halos. Right. So they just believe it. angels are just dressed in white. So yeah, they're That's all in a, a they're all angel. in a white sheet, mm-hmm. and uh, and then there's a you know looks like live camel and some. Someone should have shown and... up in their temple like uh, clothes. I'll bet I'll bet you some under those sheets, <laughs> some of the people wore their temple because they, they could never would they're, they're, like their be... temple suit or whatever. Oh, their suit, yeah, that'd be that's. I mean, like. The the apron, no. the, the shawl, and the hat. No, no, they didn't do that. But that would be hilarious. <laughs> this is how I imagine a, a, a an angel. Yeah. So so yeah. So they got all these people together and they staged the whole thing. Of just course they did. Just beautiful. It just <laughs> really was touching. It just warms the heart, doesn't um, it? They beat the uh, the 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 previous record holder, uh-huh. or the pre- previous record was set in uh, the UK. Actually, oh. in December of 2013, oh. uh, when they had uh, 898 participants. And how many did the Mormons have? 1,039. Oh, take that, Church of England fuckers. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see what you can do with that. Yeah. I think they should. Th- there's now needs to be a transatlantic rivalry. Well, I think we need to find out when they're doing theirs. We're in the Provo people. When Provo's doing theirs. And we should show up? And No, no, no. I think we, we should. We, we arranged to beat it the next day. The next day. With a group of atheists. We call, we call, we call Guinness and we're like, okay, be there for them and then show up here. You're going to be in town anyway. Yeah. Just show up We're going to beat them immediately after. Frank, there is no way we would get that many people. <laughs> There's literally, it would be like, we couldn't even gather that many people in the same, at the same time online. If we, <laughs> no, 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 If we did this and really spread the word. No okay, way. It's and, not even possible. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. okay. You, you, and it, and in this state, if you build it as beat the Mormons at their thing, like if you turn it into like a, the equivalent of like a, a U of U BYU rivalry. Okay. Right. Maybe. Although, if I'm just going off of my own self, yeah, no, y- y- knowing me, if I saw somebody doing that, I'd be like, yeah, beat those fuckers. And then somebody would be like, are you going? Oh, no. No, no, no. We just turn it into a thing that people have to ride their bikes to. And come on. People in Salt Lake will show up for that. We need to combine it with the zombie walk, and because that one gets a lot of people. It's a lot of people, and, and and the underwear run, the undie run. If we can combine just it with those the same two day. things, and just be like, "Hey, can you stand here for a minute?" Here's what we're <laughs> gonna do: you you show up dressed as a zombie nativity person, <laughs> then you take it all off, and you've got your undies on underneath, and then you do the run. Uh, I love it. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll get it. <laughs> Um, I'm going to stay in Utah, actually. Okay. I've, I've got a report about a woman. This is a, a very sad story, uh, as a matter of fact. And but it just, I saw it come up on um, on a new or on a Facebook feed, uh, oh. and it was it was an interesting discussion. So I'll start with the story, and then we'll we'll go into like what I saw on that discussion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a woman, uh, a 34 year old woman in Utah, was pregnant. 
with her fifth. No, I think she had already had five. <laughs> so pregnant with her sixth. Okay, that that the math for five she that wasn't enough kids. No, six no. is a little bit closer to where. Oh she my needs god, to these Mormons and their kids. Although I was having a discussion just yes just last night actually with some friends and and we were discussing how I think that the demographics are going are skewing towards smaller large families. Oh. So rather than seven or eight being a large family, uh-huh. now five is kind of seeming That's like a large feeling family. like a large Mormon family. Yeah. That's, not, okay. I mean, everybody has to have dual income. Who you know, it's it's yeah. it's a lot harder to have nine kids. Yeah, these oh, days yeah, really hard. Anyway, um, this woman was was pregnant with her sixth and uh, di- and then suddenly diagnosed with uh, the most lethal form of skin cancer. Oh my! And told that she had very little time. Uh, she oh. was also told that uh, her baby was in danger. Oh, okay. Uh, what? But but there's no guarantees. Um, but it would definitely. The baby was in danger. It, spell this out. Well, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of it. it, it why would a skin cancer... I, I'm actually... I've never thought about this. A, right. Uh, well, here's the thing. Skin cancer here's, would affect the pregnancy? Well, her body was compromised. Her body was, oh, was gotcha. really compromised. So, okay, that makes, that makes sense. So the deal uh, becomes, uh, generally speaking, how do you know... How, plus, also... There's the problem of how do we treat your cancer? We can't give you the chemotherapy right. while you're pregnant. Right. Clearly not. It seems to me to be an easy decision to make. However, she took the opposite tack that I would have taken. She decided not to treat her cancer and in order to treat the baby. In order to try and save the baby. Right. Uh, and and have the kid, knowing full well that she was probably going to die from not treating oh my this cancer. God. Okay. So she did. Well, I mean, here's what happened. They lost the baby. The baby was uh, 14 weeks premature, born, and then died two weeks later after an infection. Oh, boy. And then she died. God. So. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, what we're dealing with is a a horrible decision, if you ask me. I mean, to me, it seems perfectly obvious that you abort that kid and you, you dive into... You're trying to save the, the mother of yeah. five other kids. There right. are these five of the kids who are going to be deprived of their mother because why? Because we need to save this child that doesn't have much of a chance anyway. Right. Yeah. But on this on this forum that I was reading this on, okay. One woman who who said she was pregnant at that moment, and this is an atheist by the way, said she would totally have done made the same choice. Wow. So I'm baffled. She said, you know, her child her ch- children are the most important thing in the world to her. Yeah. But to me this is a this is this is not making children the most important thing in the world. It's to making me the one fetus the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, it's in the making world. a fetus that pro- that that's, that that's in danger anyway, yeah. that, that that may not make it anyway the most important thing in the world and these other five kids they're less important somehow. Yeah. I mean, none of these decisions are easy. I mean, no, it's, it's it. What is easy is to stand on the outside and, you know, question their judgment. And and I agree with you, Dan. I really do. Like in that scenario, I would, I I think it's a no brainer. 
it's just so rough. I just don't get it. I, I want to understand this. I mean, the thing is, my initial response was to just dismiss this as this is pure religious malarkey that's that, that has poisoned her brain. But then you had the, the atheist woman chime in. It and blew so my what, mind. Well, but athe- atheists don't have to be, you know. We're not a monolith. Right. Like, yeah. And and nor is there any anything that that has to necessarily logically follow that you, that that you would automatically be pro life. No. Or, I, or I'm sorry, pro choice. No, but that's not that's not even where I'm at with with this. Excuse me. What I where I'm at with this is just like like to me the decision to bring this other person into the world and or to try to and then deprive these almost certainly deprive these five other kids of their mother and right. now the sixth kid right. of their mother. If the sixth kid survives. If the sixth sixth kid survives. Yeah. To me that only comes from religion. Like I in my mind, the only way it can make any sense to me is to say, A, God might cure me because right. I'm making a, a virtuous and valiant decision. B if God doesn't cure me and God takes me, then God will provide for my husband and my family right. when I'm gone. And see, it's better to just even even if my child dies right away, it's better to bring her, him or her into this world because then they'll go on, they'll go to heaven immediately. You know, then then I've then I've because Mormons believe that you know there are these spirits that are just dangling in heaven waiting to to be pooped out of a vagina so it's like <laughs> really yeah that's what it is God. so uh so so there's this there is this aesthetic of like you know marrying a soul to a body just so that it can go on with the next phase which is after this life right well that, that's sort of the little story that uh mormons like to tell themselves when they have like you know um a uh what, what do you call it like an accidental pregnancy or something? No, no, no. Oh. Like when the I'm I'm why like a stillborn baby. Oh, right, or something right, like that, right. You know where it's just like oh he he just needed a body. God, yeah. We when just he, we, we, we just provided him with a, a body special, and such a special soul that that God that just needed him to have needed his him, body so that he could yeah, come back. Because and the body be, thing is so important to the Mormons. Right. But anyways, yeah. it's all weird. None of them have ever stopped to think about whether, why that would actually make any sense because it doesn't. But that's okay. Well, you anyway. have to have a body for. If you're going to attain the highest level of exaltation. Right. Why? So, Who knows? Why weren't we just created with bodies from the beginning? Who knows? None of it makes any sense, but there you it's go. It's God's plan, Dad. <laughs> it is God's plan. That's God. true. <laughs> you make a very, a totally valid point on that front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, uh, I, so, so I'm glad. What I, I guess what I'm getting at is that I'm really glad that this lady was posting on this atheist forum because now I'm baffled, and it's just it's a far more complicated issue apparently than than I was than, willing than I was yeah. willing to go to in my brain. There you go. Now now I get to sit here in my bafflement. Yeah, I will rest with that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, here's an interesting thing. Some speculation. People are speculating. Okay. About uh, Pope Francis. Um, and, uh, his, uh, position on the environment, which people seem to, they've, they've figured out his position, uh, which is, you know, he, he's definitely, uh, not a climate change denier. Right. Um, and, uh, he's pro environment uh, just as he is sort of pro the working classes and whatnot. Um, and, uh, he, uh, 
is uh, this is the speculation that he is going to come out, and I forget what the kind of speech is called. Um, the big, the big popey speechy things. Uh, the the, the uh, I can't remember. The, the, well, anyways, Latin he, McLatin he definitely what what they're speculating is that he's going to come out real soon. Um, for the uh, the the, the one that the Catholics need to act on the climate change issue. Oh, undeniably putting a like a papal position on climate change, a call to and that action it is, that it is real, and that those that deny it have their own agenda, so forth and so huh. on. What this is all leading up to is the fact that he in September. Um, is scheduled to speak at the UN General Assembly, where they are expecting him to uh, go seriously on record in front of the entire United Nation Whoa. organization uh, and uh, call for um, action. Wow. Okay. I mean, Very interesting. <clears throat> I'd be all for that. Now, mind you, we've heard lots of speculation about this Pope, and a lot of it doesn't quite come to fruition. But, uh, but I mean, I, I could see it. With this Pope, I could see it happening. Uh-huh. And yeah. if it does happen... Church, uh, and, and, and it's called an encyclical. Oh, okay. Right, is the, is the church document that he's going to be releasing. And it's called that because he talks in circles. <laughs> Hopefully on this issue he will not. Right. Well, I mean, um, it would be amazing. You've got a, there are a lot of uh, of there are still plenty of major like majority Catholic countries in the world mm-hmm. that uh, it'd be interesting to see their response. Now, oh. generally speaking, uh, people who are majority you know majority Catholic countries tend to like legislate Catholic until it's inconvenient, right? And then they don't. Well, this um, I'm I'm so sorry that I was like drawing a blank. I think this is a different article than the one that I actually read. Oh, okay. And all this like the all the computer issues I was having earlier. Mm-hmm. I think I ended up pulling up the wrong page. Oh, but um, so this is actually he's going to be visiting Tacloban, uh, in the Philippines, right? Tacloban, the city of Tacloban. Okay, that was uh, damaged by a hurricane. I believe it was last year or sometime. Okay, sure. Um, and so he's going to be going in, and uh, this is that is going to immediately precede the release of this this document. Mm. Um, and this will go to um, you know roughly five thousand bishops and four hundred thousand priests throughout the world. Wow, stating clearly the church's position on what that on, on, on climate change. Okay. And the need for action. Okay. I think it's amazing. Next, yeah. Um, I mean, already he's... though, um, uh, re- conservative religious types in this country have started to position themselves against the Pope, um, and uh, they can't, they are just outraged that he would uh, be have been fooled by the false science <laughs> of <laughs> of climate change. Oh my! It's so funny. Like what? I don't know. It, so the, it'll be interesting to see what happens here because the 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 what I've noticed as a pattern with this pope is 
And so far, we haven't actually heard from the Pope on this. We've just heard rumors and speculations. Right. But the pattern with this Pope is generally like, he'll just blurt something out. Right. I mean, something that he's been thinking about for a while, but he'll just blurt it out. And then everybody will be like, what the fuck? And just freak out at him. And he'll be like, oh, I mean, maybe not. But mostly, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I know. And this is clearly based on statements like, uh, this is from Francis, uh, if we destroy creation, creation will destroy us. That's a that's true. So people start to go, oh. Um, and, you know, he's spoken out, um, um, he's made, um, I believe he made out, made some call against, like, fossil fuels at one point or something like that. Didn't uh, he have something like that? He, uh, he had some... He sort of denounced. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't remember anything about climate change or anything. I think it seems to be something else. But anyway, anyway. So I'm going to take us in a slightly more depressing. Uh, I've, I've had a couple of depressing ones here. Yeah, Dan. Well, but um, that's okay. This is this is the new year, and you need to like fuck that. This is a you know keep news. It a, keep it in an upbeat tone you're setting you're setting the tone you're setting the stage for the rest of the year Dan. no no i had, to, really I, I, I had to ditch a few of these uh earlier because i was being nice for christmas so now i don't <laughs> now it's no more mr nice guy is what is what's going you on you actually accommodated christmas uh it's the reason i'm for a little the season. disappointed at the moment dan i i was celebrating our lord and savior jesus christ all right, all right, that's fine that's um fine. anyway on. uh so this takes place in uh in kenya um, <clears throat> where some Somali Islamists, uh, part of a group known as Al-Shabaab. Have you heard of them? I thought that was a guy. Al-Shabaab? Nope, it's a militant group. Does he have a little little restaurant down? <laughs> yes, it's delicious. <laughs> it's very. That's a great joke, Frank. That is, cl- that is a classic Al-Shababs. joke. Uh-huh. Al-Shababs, right? I think that's actually the food item, is, is an Al-Shabaab. No, it should be Al-Shabaab. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on. <laughs> Uh, so they, so these guys are, they've been around for a while. They were called other things. Um, their original incarnation was probably founded by, uh, one Mr. Uh, Osama bin Laden. I don't know if you've heard of that guy. Really? Okay. Anyway, these are Somalis and, and they're pretty hardcore. Um, they recently, so, uh, a, a little, about a month ago, mm-hmm. they went on they attacked a bus in Kenya. They keep incurring. They keep doing incursions into Kenya. Okay. And they uh, they went on this bus and shot twenty eight people dead. Oh, they, I remember. I didn't heard something about they this. didn't shoot everybody on the bus though. Right. They went through, and if you could recite a Quranic verse, yeah, 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 yeah. they would. They 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 kept you alive. Okay. Okay. So it was, yeah, I mean, it, so basically they went. They, it's. It's interesting when it becomes that, because a lot of times with these Islamist groups, they just blow something up. They but these they clearly targeted a bus that they knew would have a lot of non-Muslim people on it, right? And then wanted to not kill the Muslims. I thought that that was uh, that's r- ridiculous. A un- fucked up. A unique uh, point of attack. Uh, well, you know, I mean, they're they're not supposed to kill Muslims. I'm I'm mildly. Convinced they're not supposed to. to kill anybody. No, but, but no, 
They can kill whoever they want, as long as they're not Muslim, apparently. You can kill the infidels, right? Uh, yeah. So they're just well, doing what they do. No, they're supposed to allow for people of the book, as you know. Uh, and so, were these people of the book? Um, what were they? Were they... I, I, I don't know. There wasn't so, much okay. released about the uh, about the, the victims. But yeah, apparently uh, it would be good to... If, well, you're, I would if say, you're traveling and... As and, long as they also spared Christians and Jews, they're fine. Yeah, what are the likelihood... Of, what's the likelihood of that? I, <laughs> no, they... So, so yeah, they... That, yeah, uh, that just scares me a lot. That they're going... I mean, it's, it's, it's holy war that's yeah. happening. Yeah. And... These guys, you know, these guys... And they take it seriously. They're not messing around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... It, it, yeah. It's not It's a, funny how when you involve God and what you think God wants you to do, how that makes people do horrible, bad things. Yeah. It's... I, I mean, yeah. I don't blame God. I don't blame uh, religion for the horrible, bad things that religious people do. But I will say that it makes people who... There, there are a lot of people in this world who wouldn't do some of the awful things that they do without having been convinced through a re- through religion. Right. Religion ends up being the context wherein they can justify in their mind the 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 committing of a horrible atrocities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So there's that. Yeah. All right. Um. You know the. You know, there's gay people. And where? Then there's, like, Christians, and sometimes some of the Christians are gay. Oh, I don't think that happens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that doesn't happen. Well, apparently, um, there uh, is a thing called the Gay Christian Network. Okay. And they hold a conference every year. Oh. This year it's going to be in Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. So you get all the gay Christians together at the table, as the website says. Um, and, uh, you get, um, I don't know what you get exactly, but I see, I've been looking through the pictures of the event. I've been looking around on the pages and this just looks like a regular old convention slash conferency thing. Huh. Uh, they have workshops, um, <laughs> wonderful workshops, um, with, do, uh, do they teach you how to Christian better or how to gay better? What, what um, are the workshops? Well, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> Um, there, this one is presented by Jennifer Croff. Okay. Or Crow. The problem with the GH in mm. the English language. Um, could be a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, time to be unconditional <laughs> is the name of her. Oh. Uh, so, you know, we must take Jesus' command seriously, uh, it says, including the command to love one another. In this workshop, Jennifer Croff. A side B mom of a side A gay son. Okay, now here's some terminology for you. Yeah, I, don't I know was what that unfamiliar means. with side A and side B. So if you are a side A Christian, okay, uh, it means that you believe that homosexual 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 activity is not a sin. Oh, okay. If you are a side B Christian, it means that you. You love the sinner, but you hate the sin. Right. Right. So the, you, the God rejects homosexuality, but but is, still loves the homosexual. Right. Just won't let the homosexual be homosexual. Yeah. The B inside B is for bullshit. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, but you got the side B and side A. Yeah. Side B mom, side side A gay son. Oh, okay. Um, and so she is, she's going to talk about loving unconditionally. Oh. So good, so good. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be uh, a lot of unconditional love in that room. Uh, and then yeah. we have For Straight Dads of Gay Kids. This is presented by Robert Cottrell. Mm. Uh, and he's going to talk about that that topic. Okay. Uh, watch your language. Oh. And this is uh, gay or homosexual. What about queer? Good or bad? Oh. That's what it says. I just oh, okay. read that. Um, the language of sexuality and gender is a minefield. How can we honor the language needs of others without becoming hamstrung by words that we can't communicate? Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um how can I love a side B workshop? <laughs> LGBT conversations in your church or organization. That's being presented by James Farlow. They should call this. They should re. I'm. I'm going to propose to them. I'm going to write in. And oh. I'm going to propose to them a change to the title of their convention. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's the title? The, the convention? Their convention could should be called "Preaching to the Gay Choir." Because nobody else is listening. <laughs> it's, well, I thought we should. This is something we should have signed up for. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it starts in uh, just a couple of days. Um, and this is uh, this one is wonderful. This is for better than worse, um, and it is presented by David and Colin Evans Carlson. Oh. Uh, and they uh, they invite you to come learn and explore some practical ways to make your married slash partnered relationship. More of the better and less of the worse. <laughs> oh, that's just a that's just a marriage workshop. It is, yeah, for gay folk. Uh -huh. I can tell you, I I have some. I mean, as you know, Franklin, I have a lot of gay friends, mm -hmm. and uh, some of them like to go to conventions. <laughs> I think this will be the least interesting of all of the gay conventions in the in the country. <laughs> well. What I want to there has to be some underground action. The oh, side airs, no. the side airs at this thing. Oh, there's there's some there's hooking some up. Yeah. There is some hooking up oh, happening yeah. out there. Yeah, but it's but maybe not quite at the level of like some side A. You know the the, the the side B. <laughs> it's gonna become gay slang. It's gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna be like are you a, a pitcher or a catcher? <laughs> Uh, side A or side B? You can do me in my side B if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strictly side A. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Side B <laughs> is closed for business. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here's someone who kind of looks like you, Dan. Oh, well. A yeah. handsome devil must be. Not entirely like you, but kind of. Okay. He has the hat and the... The, well, used to be glasses and a little beard. Okay, there and you go. Looks, he looks stylish. I'm not. I'm. I'm. His I, his eyebrows are bushier than yours. Oh, but there. I'm. See, I I'm gayer than that, he is. I'm, I anticipate I'm more... that your eyebrows will be this bushy. You know, in ten years probably. My eyebrows are already bushy if I let them be, <laughs> but I don't because I trim them, which makes me gayer than that guy. Oh no! Well, it, nobody's claiming that he's gay. He's gay. Anyone who looks like me is gay. That we all know that. Come on. Hmm. Anyway, um, so I'm gonna move us on to Slovenia, or Slovenia. Oh no! <laughs> Are you afraid? <laughs> Do you have fear of the 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 the, the latter, not the former? Oh, okay. 
Uh, so Slovenia, I don't have any problem with, but Slovenia, Slovenia is, is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. You want to take a guess at what might be the what has become apparently the fifth largest religion in Slovenia? Do, you want me to guess what it is? You won't be able to, but if you want to, <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah, uh, it is. The Trans Universal Zombie Church of the Blissful Ringing. <laughs> oh. I I I don't it, know how you. One, it came to mind, but I thought it was just too, re, too just too ridiculous. Too on the nose. Too on the, too on the nose. It was a little yeah. too on the nose for Slovenia. <laughs> of course, it's the the Trans Universal <laughs> Zombie Church of the Blissful Ringing. Uh, uh, this was sent in to us uh, by by Cora Horror, our listener. Oh yeah. He so it's actually fascinating what has happened here um apparently there has been a just an outbreak of corruption in slovenia there's been so not only are their politicians corrupt but also their church leaders so corrupt that pope francis recently fired their two top catholic leaders after about a billion dollars went missing 800 800 million euro seemed to have uh, lined some pockets. So I'm shocked. Yeah, that that it's okay. A, it's All a right. country of like How maybe could... two hundred million or two million people really? in the whole country. That yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of money for no, that's a what tiny I'm country. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I'm yeah, their budget would have been anywhere near that. So anyway, there's a lot of corruption, and the response to this corruption has been a group of essentially intellectuals. Who decided? Well, fuck that. We're doing our own religion, uh, and we're going to just take care of people. And so, what they've done is they've created this uh, this zombie church. And the zombie thing's interesting because it comes from. It's not. They're not just sort of drawing that, pulling that out of thin air. Um, they're not f- fans of The Walking Dead, or no, no. Uh, apparently, the 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 former premier of the country, Janez Jansa. I don't know how to pronounce it uh he's he's jailed currently i think for uh for corruption but he but when people when people started uh calling for his demanding his resignation he he dismissed them as zombies oh no and the protesters adopted it and just sort of wore it as a badge of honor and were like yeah we're we're the zombies and we're coming for you oh my and so now they've got this adorable little religion that is Essentially, it's 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 Slovenian uh, pastafarianism. It's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's this idea of like, like their their quote holy book. Um, they they have what they uh, they have um, like they bang pots, pans, and and cowbells oh, as yeah. part of their thing. And they like this is all protesting the corruption, right? So they're so this is. Uh, the, what they're they're going to keep ri- we're going to ring our bells until they have all until they are rung away, uh, until the they being the uh, oh okay the corrupt uh about the bells bad guys yeah, yeah not the bells, um, it's it's to me seems like an amazing thing they've already got over ten thousand adherents, uh, and that makes them the fifth largest. <laughs> I told you it's a small country. <laughs> But I think that that's amazing. Uh, I think that it's great. Uh, they they have holy drinks, uh, which are beer and pina coladas. Uh, 
where, but somehow, where does don't they embrace the zombie thing more? They should. They should. I, 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 There's no evidence that they're actually embracing that they're like doing zombie type. They should be covering themselves in like gore makeup. Yeah. And like and their drinks. Yeah. I come up with better drinks than that. Um. But they've mm. they've they've got a book. Apparently, they've they've written a holy book. It it. Well, they're having fun. They they worship cows. It's very apparently. creative. Gets um, creative. They advise against taking out loans that can't be repaid. That's, that's smart. That's good. That's good advice. They advocate free contraception, uh, and they collect food, clothes, and money for the needy. Well, it sounds like they're doing good work. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So any of our uh, Eastern European listeners who might be in Slovenia, uh, go ahead and uh, sign up. Hmm. We, 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 we approve <laughs> based on this one article. <laughs> Well, if you approve or disapprove of any of this or anything else that you've heard today, you of course can uh, chime in. Sure, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely, you can you can reach us by uh, writing to our email address. That's podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com, or you can leave us a voicemail at four two four six 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 eight four four two. Right, uh, or go ahead and go to the Facebook page, facebook dot com slash tgi atheist, where where many things, uh, many good things will come to you from Mackenzie. Yeah, there's also the uh, member TGIA members only lounge, which just I just am pleased for that. I'm still happy as on Facebook as, as I can be about it. Uh, it again, I'm going to remind people because this keeps happening. If if you try to get into the members only lounge, I have to approve you, and what I have to do is go onto your I I go onto your profile. Yeah, and uh, if I can't see anything, I can't let you on. So I may right. send you a message that says, "Hey, I don't know." What's going on with you? You might be because there are fake people out there that are trying to just market to you or whatever, and I'm not yeah. going to let them in. Yeah. So try and uh, let me see some stuff. Yeah, and uh, if you have a uh, Android device, Ooh. go find us on uh, the Joyride app. Yeah, download that app. It's a way to listen to us. It's also a way to donate. You can to listen us. to all of your podcasts through that. Yeah, and uh, and but, then and, and then and you, you can, can then donate to to us. Be a part of something. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, and if you are not uh, on Android, you can just go to getjoyride.com and find us there. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is... Who is this? Oh, it's some dude. I don't know who this is, Dan. It's... You sent me something. Yeah, it's some dude talking to... Uh, Joel Rosenberg. Talk... Yeah, I think he's, he's talking to Pat, Pat Robertson, Robertson yeah. something. Uh, when not when when Hitler took over, he took over the church, as you know, the Reich Church. Became, they banned the Bible, they banned the cross, they banned the preaching of the gospel. They put the pastors in prison. Dietrich Bonhoeffer mm -hmm. went to a concentration camp, was hanged. He had to create an underground seminary to keep the gospel alive, to keep mm -hmm. the word of God uh, being preached. But a lot of Protestants either opted for the Reich Church or thought, well, you know, you can't buck the system. And yet men were heroic in the fact that they sure. did. And the question raises for us today, you know, we, just as an example, 55 million children have been murdered by abortion in our country. Sure. We're getting close to 60 million in the next year or two. That would be, if we get to 60 million, we will have killed 10 times more Americans than the Nazis killed of the Jews. Yeah. Now, we know the judgment that mm -hmm. came on Nazi Germany, and we feel like it was, you know, Correct. It was just. Yeah. 
what do we think is going to happen? Oh, I'm confused. Oh, what yeah, was the judgment that came I'm, I'm to terrified. Nazi Germany? No, I'm terrified. Um, the, 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 the horrible, evil leaders were overthrown, and the country was liberated. And, and then like, rebuilt. And then rebuilt and into something pretty awesome and amazing. Into, into one, the, one of the world's largest economies. Yeah, with an incredibly high standard of living. Gosh, the judgment. <laughs> Fear the judgment, everybody. I, I, I love how he just sort of, you know, well, obviously we all know that the Nazis, uh, they banned the church and blah, blah, blah. And on what planet did the Nazis ban the church? The Nazis did create the Reich Church, which right. is which is like sort of they wanted a unified church. Right. And they talked about getting getting rid of the Catholics, but then they created a treaty with the Catholics and like yeah. there was a whole fucking And then this dude that he's talking about, right? Wasn't there something oh, yeah, the, funky the, about the dude that he was talking about was like I mean, yes, he was a preacher and yes, he did get thrown into a uh into a concentration camp. So that sounds pretty damning that until is, you yeah. realize that he was like wildly anti-Nazi and like was fighting against Nazism and yeah, you're going to get thrown into jail yeah. and then a concentration camp if you're found guilty of being anti-Nazi when being the Nazis an- when it was the Nazis who right. were in charge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to be anti-Nazi when yeah. the Nazis are in charge. <laughs> so that's uh that's how they work. It's kind of their MO. Oh, the Nazis. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Well, we did have some uh, some people contact us. Yeah. Should we start with a voicemail? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, well, here is a, a, a listener uh, who, who had an experience with uh, Mormons and swearing. We talked about that on the show, mm. and he called in to talk about it. Hey, this is Brian. I just wanted to add my... Uh voice to the notion that y'all were talking about, about uh, how Mormons are scared to death of swearing. Um, I lived with uh, a Mormon family one time. I, I grew up Mormon, but then after I left the church, I lived with a Mormon friend of a friend for a while, and I was playing a video game, and basically the, the word fuck came out of my lips a little loud, and the mother of the friend that I was living with happened to be in the next room over, and she immediately burst into tears. I'm talking full-on body-racking sobs because she heard the word fuck, and it blew my mind. So, thanks for the show. Love you guys. Well, no. fuck is a very, very bad word. Why did you say that word, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a naughty word. I, I think oh. it's so funny. I don't think Americans in general understand what swearing actually is. Like because or the the origin of the word swearing, what we're talking about when we when you say the word swear, mm-hmm. is that it was it was a religious thing. You were swearing an oath to a saint or to a you know to a, to a, a a religious being, and that was like the strongest language you could do and uh. now by saint anne i will i'll kill you uh-huh. or something and that was swearing and it was frowned upon unless you were like in unless you were it was like taking the lord's through. name in vain right you were taking the saint's name in vain and what's funny is that our like profanities have now become just they're not religious anymore they're they're body related they're all like you know poop and, and sex stuff right so it's so mild but boy <laughs> Mormons, they 
they can't oh, handle it. It's just awful. They're it's not so okay. Oh my God, They're so not terrible. okay. <clears throat> so, and also, uh, Mormons are a weepy people. Yeah. They they will cry at any provocation. <laughs> if it's a good thing, they cry. If it's a bad thing, they cry. <laughs> if it's a man, he won't cry ever in his life until he's in Mormon church right. and talking about the church. And then he starts blubbering. Ooh. Yeah, They're just weepy, cryy people. They're and a so, mess. They're just a wreck. They they're don't a have, mess. They don't have their... No, they're just out of control. They don't have anyone around them going, pull yourself together. What the hell's going on? <laughs> well, it's somehow become uh, encouraged. I think there's a cachet to it. Yeah. I do. You have to get up and, and cry at the pulpit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Otherwise, you don't feel it. Uh-huh. It's not real. Um, Hunter wrote into us uh, to say, uh, hey, guys, it's Hunter from Chicago. The 16-year-old kid who got banned from using mail. Do you remember him? He wrote in Oh yeah. maybe six months ago or uh-huh. something like yeah. that. Yeah. He says, while I'm still on lockdown, I thought I'd, make it, I'd leave a donation for you guys and ask oh. a question uh, that nice. I've had on my mind. Um, while my coming out as atheist went off mostly with mostly no complications, I've noticed that my family seems to always forget that I'm an atheist. <laughs> they always seem to act like I'm still a good old Catholic boy to the point where uh, they like to force me to go to church and stuff. I just kind of wanted to know if this is going to just going to be a new thing or if they will eventually get off my case. Hmm. Uh, thanks for being great and look forward to some more donations from me. Uh-huh. Well, thanks for that, yeah. uh, first of all, Hunter. Um, you know, here's the deal. Families are weird. Yeah. And while you're young, you're going to, they're just going to sort of walk all over you for a bit. Yeah. While you're, you know, before you turn 18, before you become sort of an independent adult person, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's gonna be how it is, and it may even continue for a little while because right. the one 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 great thing about parents is that they have a hard time seeing you as an adult. Yeah, they yeah it they takes just, it a, takes a while a while, but yeah, the convenient forgetting thing they're not forgetting anything. <laughs> no, Nothing no, but at all. but but if they force you to go to church, they're pretty sure that eventually you'll get you'll come out of this atheist phase. Well, and you'll they be don't fine. fully believe it. No. How could he pause? How could Hunter possibly be an atheist? He right. believes in God. Oh, Deep down, he's just he rebelling. It's just teenage rebellion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll come back. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I w- what I would say is that there is uh, danger in rocking the boat too much that when you're living true. with them. Uh, so, sounds it, like it's gone pretty well so, so sounds far. Sounds like everything is okay. I'd probably fly under the radar for a bit. And then, you know, once you after you've moved out, when you start to come back, if they start to ask you things like, hey, are you coming with us to Mass? Mm-hmm. You can just be like, mm, no. Let me remind you, I don't believe in that anymore. Yeah. But but for, as for right now, I mean... It would be helpful if you started wearing all black. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, and just started like, uh, like put on some emo makeup. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paint yeah. your fa- fingernails black. And That'll too. remind them. <laughs> that will not help. That will make it worse. Then the phase thing that just confirms the phase thing. Anyway, well, good luck to you. Yeah, Let, I mean, pff, yeah, like we know what's going to happen in your family. Yeah, exactly. All right. Do we have another voicemail? We do. Uh, this is uh, someone responding to the uh, holiday survival uh, tips that we we gave. Hi, fellas. This is Elsie in Oberlin, and I just wanted to give my two cents about surviving the holidays as an atheist. 
Um, I used to have a hard time because it felt like everything was Jesus all the way, all the time, and it was overwhelming. And now I just celebrate everything. It's been really great, and my criteria is who is the most fun, what party is going to be the coolest, and what looks like a good time. So far this year, I have been to a fantastic uh, community sing-along that featured artesian uh, pottery and, you know, just awesome musicians. I've gone to a Yuletide Wiccan ritual that met and met up really amazing people. They were a blast. And I could go on and on. But for any atheists out there trying to navigate the holidays, basically, um, just find the parties you want to go to. And since it doesn't really matter how it goes and what you celebrate, you celebrate, you know, anything you want, the religious significance doesn't really matter. So basically, uh, just treat it like a huge party celebration. Find experiences you want to have. Find people you want to hang with. And that's been working for us. So keep up the great work with the new show. Hope 2015 is filled with success and happiness for you. Take care. Bye. Well, thanks, Elsie. Yeah, that's uh, that's brilliant advice. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, we're take you, the it is yes. You get one shot. Approach. Just find the this fun one. Stupid life. Go out there and fucking enjoy yourself. <laughs> and who cares? Like, yeah, if everybody's singing about Jesus, sing about Jesus. Yeah, that, uh, if it gets that, boring. Leave. Go to the Wiccans. Find find somebody else. <laughs> what are the Jews doing? Anybody? <laughs> Let's just find something fun. Oh, these Christians have gotten so boring. Right. Hey, the Christian thing, more times than not, is probably going to be boring. It's probably going to be boring. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, s- singing carols can be fun or That's whatever. Fun. And yeah. th- there's a lot of nog to be drunk. Yeah, out yeah, in the world. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for so, sure. Uh, so good. go do that. Yeah, find the fun stuff. That's that's a that's good advice. Uh, hi Frank and Dan, this is from Don. Um, uh, he says catching up on uh, episode one sixty one. So this might be too late to discuss, but here it goes. He, he's talking about um, we talked about gnostic atheism versus agnostic atheism. Mm. These words like agnostic and atheist and how they get together. Mm-hmm. He says gnostic atheist. There is no god or gods. Uh, and he says, God was man-made because it was the best way to explain things unknown. Mm-hmm. God is from a time when not understanding science was greater than understanding. There is no reason to continue to use God as an explanation for anything in the age of science. God is unneeded. Uh, science has been able to describe the Big Bang within a fraction of a second of the theoretical beginning of time. Why wouldn't we suddenly become agnostic? Why would we suddenly become agnostic and invoke the god of the gaps, holding out holding out the possibility of, for a god influence? Our life is surrounded with applied science. It makes no sense to rely on supernatural answers when humans have not yet discovered every answer. Hmm. Uh, he goes on a little bit, but I mean, I think I get where he's coming from on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, like it's not like f- you and I, Frank, are filling in any science gaps with god oh dear god no but the deal is at some point the question of gnosticism versus agnosticism is about can we know for sure if there's a god or not right we could be pretty fucking convinced that there's no god or gods right uh it makes way more sense 
that there would be no divine beings guiding all of this. At least right. nothing like what has been described by anybody no. as a god. Right. And yet, uh, I'm. I still have to say that I'm with Dawkins. I'm with. I'm with the people who say, "Yeah, I'm. A, I'm basically a hundred percent convinced that there's no gods." But I have to allow that tiny sliver because I can't know for sure that there isn't. Right. And that sliver is meaningless to me. That sliver doesn't change anything about how I feel about anything. There's nothing mystical attached to that sliver. There's right. Not, you're not looking to that sliver for an explanation about anything. Right. All you're doing is you're saying you're leaving that, that you're being honest right. with yourself right. about what's provable and what's not provable. And in the same because way that I have prove to... prove a negative. Right. And I, and, you know, I leave the same tiny, tiny sliver for a... For, you know, an infinite number of possibilities in this universe mm -hmm. that seem that are wildly unlikely. Right. And that I don't believe in at all, that I have no belief in, but I have a belief in my inability to know everything. Sure. And so I have to just leave this. Well, that's good that you, 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 you acknowledge that you can't know everything. Right. Well, 18 year old me might have disagreed. <laughs> Why do but... I not find that difficult to believe? <laughs> Because you're a know-it-all as well. And oh, oh, excuse me? <laughs> and you're the same as I am. Oh, I'm sure 18-year-old no. Frank was pretty convinced no, of no, his no, positions. Dan, how dare you? How dare you, Dan? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I, just for that, I'm going on to the next voicemail. Okay. Hey, Frank and Dan. First of all, I want to say that I love the podcast. Oh, sorry. This is Megan from Arlington, Virginia. Um, first of all, I'm wondering if the 666 part of your number is intentional Probably not, but I thought that would be really funny if it were. And second of all, I am hearing the jingle, and I'm going to answer your jingle call. Um, instead of donating to the assholes at, at Salvation Army, I am going to donate to you. So happy holidays. I wish you the best, and uh, have a happy new year. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's that, you did it just right. Yeah. By yeah, yeah. when you hear the when you hear the bell ringers from the Salvation Army, your impulse should be Pavlovian to to donate to us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, uh, the six six six. Of course, we chose yeah. that on purpose. Uh, the area code in Utah is eight oh one, but we are not. We don't have a Utah uh, no, area code. It's a Beverly Hills, <laughs> right? Because we looked. <laughs> because that's all, where... We scoured the country <laughs> for the number six 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 TGIA. Yeah, that's our number. Yeah, we had to find wherever we could to get that prefix. Where there was a prefix six 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 that was available, <laughs> which of course almost everywhere has the six six six. Widely available. <laughs> Not a lot of claiming of the six six. People aren't snatching that up. Yeah, we but went TGIA. We had to look for. We had yeah. So <laughs> we. I mean, we had to come up with something fun. Yeah, we're not just gonna and memorable. We're not just gonna take whatever whatever phone number is yeah. happens to be available. And we have a Beverly Hills number. Oh, we're very fancy, everyone. <laughs> send your uh, send all of uh, all of the gifts that you want to send us to. Nine oh two one oh. We should have a PO box in Beverly Hills. We should. That would be terrible. <laughs> Actually, I, I have somebody who lives near there that oh. could theoretically go and pick it up. But why would I do that? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Um, we have some donors to thank. Thank you, donors. Um, first of all, we've got we've got some donors uh, through Joyride, but Joyride is still working out some kinks, and we're not able to thank you just yet. So. <laughs> We don't know your names. 
I wouldn't say that they're working out kinks. It's more that I forgot the password. And <laughs> I, was I, trying, ha- I was trying not to, to throw, the I wasn't going to throw you under the bus. I was more willing to throw Joyride <laughs> to, to, to throw a, a, a I have startup. to get in touch with them this afternoon to retrieve my password. Anyway, uh, uh, so please hold, all of you beautiful Joyride uh, listeners. Yeah. Um, but we but have, we have there, some... there is something that somebody on Joyride has signed up for, and I would like to just put a plug in for this. Mm. Um, because there's different rewards there, and people don't, you may not go unless you, there's, you know, you know that there's some reward. Yeah. Um, one of the rewards, and we're gonna, we're doing this, and there's only one supporter at this level at the moment, is we're gonna have a conference call with, yeah. with us. So right now it's gonna be just a three way call with this one listener, which, Hey, we're gonna do it. We'll chat. We'll do the whole thing, but that's hopefully a that fun be thing. You. This is gonna be a monthly thing that we're doing. Where if you're a donor at a, at, at that level, at the, it's fifteen dollars that, a, a month. Fifteen dollar a month, which we understand is pricey, but hey, you get a you get something extra for it. That's right. You know? So, um, so yeah, so, so yeah. that's out there. All right, go check out the other rewards too. Yep. Um, so of the donors that I can currently thank. Um, <laughs> Karen gave us a one-time donation. Thank you very much. Hunter, as as we now know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, gave us a, a one-time donation. That was yep. very sweet of you. Um, Harold uh, donated to us. He says, love you guys. I'm an RLDS, uh, in parentheses, the one true church. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, apostate. Ah, um, yeah. He says, Mother Emma, Hale, Mother Emma Hale Smith's church. Polygamy? Never heard of it. Uh <laughs> We've talked about that one a little bit. Now they're called the Community of Christ. Yeah, it's, it's the the formerly the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, or RLDS, which and, ironically was the original one. Yeah, I mean they claim to be the correct like lineage from Joseph Smith and stuff. So yeah. that is a little ironic that they were like we reorganized. Well, maybe they reorganized the original thing. That's maybe that's what they right. Meant, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that that's what they say. And the the other name had gotten taken by brigham young mm. yeah he owned the copyright at that point <laughs> yeah exactly um david uh gave us both a one-time donation and has uh and has become a monthly subscriber uh and thank he you. he says uh thank you for the time and effort that you're putting into this podcast if i could pawn the vatican i would to make podcasts like this a well-paid full-time job uh <laughs> Oh, if I could, I'd pawn the Vatican to make a podcast like this a well-paid full-time job, but I can't, so here's what I can give to catch up on my tithing. Mm. Uh, Cheers and keep them coming. (laughs) So thanks, David. I really appreciate that. And if you, dear listener, want to join the ranks of the best people on the earth, uh, you can do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab, Yeah. or you can go to joyride... uh, which is getjoyride.com or get the app on your phone. Yeah. And uh and donate there. All right. Well, Daniel, it's a new year. It is a new year. 2015. 2015. It seems like just yesterday it was it was 1015. <laughs> just 1000 years ago. <laughs> How time flies. How it does fly. <laughs> you know, it, it I've always found the concept of uh, of making resolutions to be, it's, it always seems like a good idea for everybody but me. I always like, I'm like, oh, that's great that you guys are everybody doing that. Everybody else improve. And I'm just like, meh, but not me. I'm not going to do it. Not you. You don't have to improve. Uh, I have, maybe it's just that I have so much to improve 
that I just need a year-round oh. continual sort of. It's just it's daunting. It's, you don't even know where to start. Right. My, if I made You're a, overwhelmed. If by I made you. a single list on a single day, I would just be like, "Whoa, I'm never going to be okay <laughs> as a human being. I am never going to be okay." Dan, I'm worried about you. <laughs> But here we are. We're uh, we're we're at the the dawn of this new year. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, a a big one for both of us. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> I'm, we're both turning uh, twenty three this year. Oh, it's so gonna be so hard. <laughs> Finally, we can rent cars or whatever you can do at twenty three. I don't think twenty three gets you anything. I think it's twenty five. <laughs> okay, where you gotta get your rent cars. Anyway, uh, so the so. I think it's a good time for us, for you and I, Frank, to reflect on how we've done as atheists and to, mm. to look forward into the future and, and just ask ourselves, what do we want this, fu- this, this next year to look like? Hmm. How can we make it a better one than, than 2014, which hmm. was a great year for me? Yeah. Uh, was it a good year for you? It was a pretty good year for me. I think it ended well. It's 2015 has begun well. I know we're only on day, what is it, two? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's so, so far, it's a good year. Yeah. Um, about 50% of it so far has been terribly hungover, though. <laughs> um, it's a very hungover year. <laughs> this is, uh, it's been way too hungover. So I do want that to change about this year. Okay. Okay. That's a good, that's a good goal. I want, le- I want that number to keep going down. And I, I'm guessing it shall. <laughs> You're not that much of a lush. Um, I, I wanted to talk to specifically uh, here about... How you and I and how our listeners can uh, can be better atheists, mm. and that's not like how to atheist well. Uh, well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I mean, we're not going to tell you like what you need to believe or anything no. like that. No, no, no. You clearly how you've become an atheist is your own thing. That's you, and how you've sorted all that out. That's, right. That's that's fine. But what we can what we can talk about is uh, things like and here here's one of my thoughts. I want to donate more to uh, to secular uh, uh, charities. Yeah, okay. I feel like that for me is is something that I I you know I my I don't have that many donation dollars in my budget. Right. But I want to uh, free up a few more, hmm. and I want to do some good research into. Some great places uh, where that can go. Where your money can go do some good. Right. In the uh, world that's not Christian-y. Good. Right. Exactly. Okay. Now, now the, uh, the, the foundation that Hemant Meta has, has, uh-huh. has set up is a great starting point. Yeah. Uh, they, do, they do really good work tracking down other good secular yeah. uh, charities. So I so that's where I'm going to start and uh-huh. uh and we'll just I'm going to move on from there but that's one of my one of my resolutions. Yeah, okay. How about you? Well, I have realized that this is going to be a weird one because uh but but I I the, I don't know a lot of Christians. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you you you've kind of wheedled them out. Yeah, you always talk about having friends who who are, are believers. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't have friends who are believers. Yeah. I don't. So the idea is I, I'm going to be- befriend a, a Christian. Sure. I, you see, you have this wonderfully sort of mildly horrified look on your face. You're, I, 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 I you're trying to these be, words are coming out of my mouth You're trying to right be brave. Now. I can see it. 
I think it's great. I think, I, and, and I'm not going to like you know put an ad on Craigslist or anything <laughs> to like find this cr- new Christian friend. Um, but if the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to take it. Yeah. If I meet a Christian, which I don't do often, I love it. Bridge, Actually, bridge building. I don't know. Does it need to be a Christian per se? Not necessarily. Because there's some really woo-woo people at work that I'm so dismissive of. But they're not. I don't think they're Christian. Okay. I. You know. I. What I love about this idea isn't you know the Christianity of it, but it's the concept of opening yourself to people. Right. And I think we as atheists, there's a there's a there's a lot of us that, you know, in part for good reason. You know, people are assholes to atheists sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that everybody from that church is going to be an asshole to me. You know, it doesn't mean that everybody's going to... And so, you know, just opening your mind to welcoming in people of of faith, people of beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm totally dismissive of a lot of woo-woo people. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make them bad people. You know, they're, they're dumb beliefs. Oh, and I plus like to believe they're bad people. Now, though. what I want to caution people against is, like, the idea of being a dick atheist that, like friends only to have like the only conversations we're going to have are going to be me trying to talk you out of your stupid dumb beliefs right that's not going to be helpful you that's not real friendship that's not what a friendship looks like you can mm-hmm. have those discussions sometimes right you can bogosian them every now and then <laughs> uh but and but even bogosian's very careful to say all it is is a discussion it's not you know the you know it's it's maybe you follow a sort of aristotelian line and you try to like get them thinking along some slightly different lines, uh-huh. but it's not about convincing someone else. Right. Uh, it's about having a conversation. Yeah. I don't know if that's what I'm interested in. Okay. <laughs> that's fine too. No, I mean, clearly I'm, I'm being facetious. Yeah. No, the, the idea is the, you know, the, it, it's, it's, it's taking people as they are, yeah. accepting people for who they are, rather than um, just just own like this this thing that I and I do have a strong tendency of this of just um, wanting to surround myself by very like minded people, right? Because it removes the discomfort and the 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 perceived discomfort of having like different opinions in the room right it's a, and it, i think that's a problem it's a very human response to life yeah but it is a problem and it's why you know the the sons the 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 uh the emergence of like partisan news channels or Ugh, you know any yeah. of that it's bad for us yeah as a country it's bad for us as 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 people as individuals yeah. but of course we're going to migrate toward those who already agree with us of course we're going to migrate towards those who uh who aren't going to challenge us yeah because being challenged is uncomfortable yeah but you know what open yourself to it i yeah. I, I think that's fantastic i have another one. Oh, okay go um I well, this one's actually already started. I just kind of want to um, renew it and you know express it. And talk okay, about it. but it's uh, just reading more. Okay, you know, like I think that's it's just it's so critical and it's so hard to like carve out the time mm. uh, to just sit down and have a book uh, on a topic that interests you. That and and uh, right. and it's just you know it's. 
it's nice. I've been doing more of it lately. I want to keep that as a something that I'm doing. And it as, and as tying that to atheism and just being an atheist, um, you know, I think there's a lot of responsibility on atheists to keep our minds, you know, moving forward and to, you know, because like we've arrived at this this conclusion about life. Yeah. Because of the information that we had available about the world that we live in. Well, right. You know, continuing that and always exploring new topics and areas sure. of study, I think it's great. It's, I, it, I need more of it in my life. You can also uh, turn it around and say you're not just, you know, if you want to read some interesting stuff, try reading somebody's holy book. You know? Oh, uh, that's not going to be my resolution. Well, you don't have to do that, Frank. I'm just throwing Are it. you going to do that one? I do have a copy of the Bhagavad Gita that might be interesting. I don't know. I you know, it's just one of those things where uh, I need to learn to read first, so that that makes it more tricky. <laughs> the liter- just being literate, literacy might be the first. It seems step. like step one. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know enough about it to really feel uh, educated on uh, that. I have to have to download a podcast about it first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, you know what I've been doing is the is the uh, the audio book thing. Oh. I, I I have plenty of time to listen. Uh, more time, more so than I do to uh, to actually sit down and crack a book. Because oh, okay. I can be in the car, I can do whatever. So yeah, I just find that the way that I drive. Oh, you're a maniac. No, no, no. no. I mean, oh, <laughs> nothing's that far away. Right. I mean, the the it's hard enough to listen to the podcasts of the the shows that I like. Right. Because it it comes in five to ten minute snippets. Sure. You know. But anyways. Uh, but whatever works for you, uh, dear listener, I think that reading actually that's great, Frank. I, I'm I'm all for reading. Yeah, yeah. reading's always great. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to also uh, open up the idea um, of meeting. One of my resolutions is to is to engage the atheist community a little bit more strongly. Okay, uh, you and I, Frank, have not been wildly active. Amongst there, there are plenty of gay or gay. Wow, I don't know where that came from. Plenty of Freudian slip, man. I guess so. (laughs) Plenty of uh, atheist groups in our area, Uh Um, and we don't go to the meetups. We don't go to the coffees. No, we don't do any of that stuff. Dear God, no. Uh, And (laughs) and in part, it's it you know it's fair because we have a lot of a lot of friends who are atheists, and not we don't need. we don't need a support group yeah again yeah i'm being silly but um no you're totally right that and that's been part of my like i haven't had to find an atheist community i already have one right yeah you know but you know what uh we could these groups do more than just meet they also do like cool charity things Hmm. like they'll you know they do food drives and stuff they they do good things they do fun things and who couldn't use a friend or two more yeah so I th- I think I think engaging with uh with our community right is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's one I want to throw out there. All right, cool. Fantastic. If you have some good ideas for uh some resolutions that you yeah, think we what, are, what you are your resolutions? Think we should throw out into the mix? Please yeah. send them in to us or call them into us. Um mm. the number or the 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 email address I'll start with is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And the voicemail is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Uh, go on to the Facebook page. You can start a, uh, a discussion there if you want to. 
Uh, that's facebook.com slash Atheist. And of course, on Facebook as well, there is the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Search for it. You'll find it. Request a membership. And we'll uh, we'll let you in. Yeah. Fun conversation. We'll, we'll let you in, dear listener. But not your friends. Not your friends. The, the, the rabble has to stay out. <laughs> uh Thank you uh, to Mackenzie for running our, our Facebook page. Absolutely, and thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Yeah, and thank you, dear listener, for joining us once again uh, this week for, for our show. We really do appreciate you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.